ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Belgium, Kenya, and the United Republic of Tanzania, and in the states of Kansas, Maryland, and Washington, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. And through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is observe nature. One form of meditation is to sit and relax in nature or to look outside from a comfortable spot. Enjoy the beauty of the sunset, the flowers, and the birds singing. The more you do this, the closer you will become to nature and the easier it will be to communicate with the natural world. The dominant thinking in our present time is that there is a hierarchy with humans at the top and the rest of the natural world somewhere below us. Because animals and plants don't speak our language, it doesn't mean they aren't capable of communicating with us. To be part of this joyful experience, first we have to acknowledge this as a possibility. Then we need to be willing to recognize the communication and respond and or initiate. I often talk about my hummingbirds and my silver lining stories. Last week I shared how they have started playing hide and seek with me. This week I had two more joyful experiences with them. They're bringing me along step by step, teaching me what's possible and how deeply connected all of life really is. My first experience was after I had cleaned the hummingbird feeder on the outside 
and inside and refilling it with fresh sugar water. Immediately after I put it outside for them, one of the hummingbirds came to the feeder and exhibited a new behavior. The hummingbird flew under it, over it, and all around it, examining it, almost caressing it, and looking back and forth between the feeder and me, especially when it was hovering at the sides and bottom where the feeder is clear. The hummingbird was admiring it the way we might admire a precious jewel we've just cleaned, showing happiness and saying thank you. Later that same day, one hummingbird was drinking at the feeder and another one flew to the same spot and while hovering over the one drinking, the two opened their beaks and one inserted their beak into the other's beak. I was grateful to be allowed to participate in a very special moment. And of course, they continue to stop at my living room window to say hello, whether or not they go to the feeder. They are making sure I know they're coming for a quick hello and a reminder that we are connected. Now let's do the two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. My past life regression workshop is one of two workshops available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world. Learning about your past lives can help you heal something in your present life. For instance, I had a client who has psychic abilities but was afraid to use them. Through a past life regression, she discovered that in a previous lifetime, she had made predictions as a young woman that frightened the elders. They banished her from their community as a sign of their disapproval. Her predictions were accurate, but she was never allowed back into the community. When she understood the source of her current fears was carried over from that previous life, she was able to start using her psychic abilities with self-confidence. When I do the past life regressions, the spiritual guides who oversee past lives help you get the information you need. For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality 
and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Professor Irvin Laszlo, who's here to discuss reconnecting to the source, how it can change you and transform the world. After the episode last week with Billy Manis on kick-ass recovery from your first year clean to the life of your dreams, I received this email from Joan. I appreciated Billy sharing his story, his explanation about the impact of the language we use when referring to someone with a substance abuse issue was enlightening. I will certainly be more careful when choosing my words in the future. I really loved his statement, you cannot be pushed around by circumstances, you need to create your own circumstances. Recently, I have been working on reframing my thoughts to be more positive and grateful, and it really has affected my overall mood and outlook. I look forward to your show every week as I always learn something to better myself. Thank you. And thank you, Joan. I'm grateful my show is helping you and that you're paying attention to your words and thoughts. What we say and think puts energy out into the world and affects the quality of our own life as well as that of others. As a teacher, I never liked the labels we put on students. It limited the way we saw them, which limited our expectations of them and therefore their performance. Likewise, because someone had a substance abuse problem at one point in their life, it doesn't mean they will always have it. I no longer have a food addiction, and I have clients who no longer have any desire to indulge in alcohol or drugs. We can heal if we choose to believe that and seek out the people who can help us achieve what was once thought of as impossible. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on how you can heal yourself from substance abuse, please listen to some of my previous shows like August 1st, 2019 with Rena Greenberg, Break the Habits and Addictions that Control You, May 21, 2015 with Rabbi Paul Steinberg, Healing Addiction, 12 Steps and More, and June 26, 2014, with Elizabeth Jane Allison Nisbet, Addiction No More, Hope and Wise Choices. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled, 
Gratitude for Well-Being posted in February 2020. It reminds us that focusing on gratitude, even during difficult times, will allow the good in our lives to increase. Here's an excerpt. As you begin to change the way you look at life, everything changes. If you think of every challenge as an opportunity for growth, you will open new doors to life. You can even keep a gratitude journal. It's easy to be grateful when you get something you want. It's harder when adversity strikes or you fall short of your intended goal. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. And if you haven't seen my videos, including my seven videos on finding silver linings, please check them out on my YouTube channel. My spiritual guides are giving me affirmations to help lift your spirits. They recognize we are experiencing increased levels of stress, fear, worry, and anxiety, and they want to help us. I will also share these affirmations on social media. I'll say the affirmation now and then repeat it so you can say it with me. Love is all around me and within me. Where there is love, there is peace, prosperity, and abundance. Now say it with me. Love is all around me and within me. Where there is love, there is peace, prosperity, and abundance. Repeat it often during the day when you have troubling thoughts while exercising, while falling asleep, and if you wake up during the night. All emotions are fear or love. Worry, anxiety, and stress are fear-based. The more we focus on the love in nature, in our lives, in the world, and emanating from the spiritual realm, the more we can appreciate the love within ourselves. When we feel that love, it raises our vibration and helps us stay in the energy of peace, prosperity, and abundance. The more we focus on love, the more love we will add to the world and to our own lives. Now it's time for my silver lining story. After I had been repeating this affirmation for a few days, I woke up in the middle of the night with the realization that I had tipped the man at the gross that I had not tipped the man at the grocery store who had personally taken my order over the phone and made sure that my groceries were brought out to my car. This is not one of their regular services, but given that I'm 74, I called and asked if it were possible for them to help me out. This particular assistant manager had been very kind and helpful. Generally speaking, I'm sensitive to tipping Even in instances where most people do not tip, Uber drivers, for instance, are often shocked when I tip them. I was so focused, however, on my own discomfort with the whole process of getting groceries and adapting to the new normal that I was not conscious of saying thank you with the tip. I did tell him several times how much I appreciated his help, but sometimes it's important to acknowledge gratitude with money, especially when so many people are struggling financially. Grocery store personnel are one of the critical businesses during COVID-19. They are putting their lives at risk to make sure that the rest of us are able to get the supplies we need for survival. In addition to healthcare workers, if anyone deserves special acknowledgement, they most definitely do. 
I called him to apologize for my not thinking clearly and gave him a short grocery list just so I would have a legitimate reason to see him. I gave him a generous tip to include the previous orders and some extra so that he really understood how grateful I am. He didn't want to accept the tip, but I was not leaving without his doing so. I felt good about letting him know how much I appreciate him and his kindness, and I was touched by the humility and gratitude with which he received the tip. It was a special moment in the midst of the chaos of COVID-19 where someone who was truly just doing what he considered to be his job was shocked that someone cared enough to tip him. These are the kind of moments that remind us that how we treat others matters. The energy of gratitude that we each felt carried into our next six interactions And that spread to the next six people that each of them touched, and so on and so on. That's the power of kindness, gratitude, and oneness. And that's how you transform the world. Our guest today, Professor Irvin Laszlo, is co-founder and director of the Laszlo Institute of New Paradigm Research, fellow of the World Academy of Art and Science, member of the International Academy of Philosophy of Science, senator of the International Medici Academy, and editor of the international periodical World Futures, the Journal of New Paradigm Research. He's the author or co-author of 47 books translated into 24 languages and the editor of another 30 volumes. Laszlo received a PhD from the Sorbonne, the Peace Prize of Japan, the Goy Award in Tokyo in 2002, the International Mandir of Peace Prize in Assisi in 2005, and the Luxembourg World Peace Prize in 2017. He was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in 2004 and 2005. His new book is Reconnecting to the Source. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, Dr. PaulaJoyce.com to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can rent my past life regression video and awakening your inner angelic light body manifesting your reality at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, how are you expressing your gratitude? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Irvin Laszlo, who's here to discuss reconnecting to the source, how it can change you and transform the world. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. 
Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141. Or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say. So please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you are expressing your gratitude. And I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Irvin Laszlo, who's here to discuss reconnecting to the source, how it can change you and transform the world. Um, Dr. Laszlo, it's really an honor to have you on the show, and I'm so grateful that um, you're here with us. And I was wondering if you would start by talking to us a little bit about, um, I, I know you talk about Mahatma Gandhi, and you often quote him about the importance of Um, what he said about be the change you want to see in the world. How is this relevant to your um, book, Reconnecting with the Source, and the message that you're wanting to get across to people? Well, first of all, if I may call you Paula, and please call me Irvin. Okay, absolutely. Nicely fine. Well, be Reconnecting to the source is about changing oneself because we need, in a way, 
if we can change the world around us, we'll also change. We are not passive spectators, we are active participants in the world. And reconnecting to the source means connect, because when you connect to the source, and we can talk about what that is, when you connect to the source, then you are become a different person. And you can become more what you truly are, rather than what you think you are and what other people think around you that you are. So I think becoming the change means actually is the key to becoming your true self and helping the world around you find that natural connection, that natural equilibrium that we need to survive and to flourish in this world. And I have many examples in this, how people can actually become that change. And the whole book is about uh, trying to understand how this deeper level that we often just call spiritual, but actually it's just as actual as any other, other level, how that level is really the key to our well-being and to the well-being of, of the world around us. So, how, because we all think about it, or the language that we've been using is spiritual, um, how is it more than that? What are you seeing and talking about as, as the source? Well, you see, this, these, are the, these are the big questions of life, uh, big questions of science and of philosophy going back thousands of years, the understanding that we are not just the surface, that there is more to the world than just meets the eye and the ear, that there is also a deeper level and we can reach that level, we can reach that dimension. And in this age of transition, crisis, transformation, transition, and uncertainty, and openness actually also to the, to the, to the future, in this age, it's extremely important to find our way. And to find our way means finding how we can connect to the world around us. And spiritual experience, which is, which for me is any experience that is not purely the surface. This is not just purely something that you experience by looking and hearing, but something that you feel, something that is happening to you, that you understand that, that you are really more than just that surface you. Then I think the spiritual experience is the key to discover what we truly are. And then you can turn to science to find, is that, could that really be true? And I'm doing that also in, in this book. But the first step is really to permit your deeper experience, your deeper self to surface so that you can connect to it. So and how do we do... I'm sorry. I, 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 I just want to mean that by spiritual experience, I mean really an experience that is experience of your own deeper self. And, and so how can we do that? How can we get to that deeper self when we've, most of us have grown up in a world where we're supposed to only trust what we can see, touch, and feel? Um, you know, see and touch and, and what we're feeling inside or that still small voice or that, um, you know, what you're talking about that's more elusive, we tend to deny rather than to trust. 
Well, but now I think the time has come when this kind of change in our own understanding of who we are has come because if we've been shaken up also by the by the pandemic now primarily, but by the series of threatening crises around us that we have had, the migrant crisis, the heating up of the of the atmosphere crisis, the political crisis of of wars and conflicts all over the world, the sea level rise crisis. I mean, we we, we have a whole series of of uncertainties, challenges waiting for us. And that all that is shaking our actual belief in what we were, so that we are basically now on the and at a turning point, at the bifurcation point that is now called. Uh, it's a, a bifurcation means a change in the trajectory of the. If we think of how we move forward from one step to another, it's a change in that movement forward, and that uh, therefore is now there is an openness. We know, we, now we can recognize that the world of, that we trust, as you say, the surface everyday world, is a world in which is crisis prone, which is, if we allow it to go, it just generates more and more conflict, more and more contrasts in the world. And so gradually we are now pushed into the recognition that there is, must be more, that when we, when we are beginning to feel ourselves part of the world around us, we become healthier, we become more true to ourselves, and we can be a better agent of, the, of evolution, of development in the world around us. And, and you mentioned that there are things that we can do in order to uh, to bring ourselves to a place where we can experience this deeper level, what uh, is it that we can do? What are some of the things that you suggest? Well, there are so many things. You see, all of the great t- wisdom tradition is really basically oriented toward that. Whether it's secular wisdom you know, feeling and, 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 and intuiting the wisdom that goes on, that has been the case now for thousands of years, for, especially in the East, but also in the West, and in primitive cultures, in advanced cultures everywhere, or whether it's religions, formalized religions, as long as we go beyond just the merely, merely the rituals and, and the rites, going deeply to what the spirit of it is, all that is uh, always a, a way, a pointing us that way. The Eastern religions, the Eastern spiritual systems, whether it's the Tao or, or Buddhism or, or Confucianism or any of the, of the great uh, Shintoism, any of the great Eastern religions, they, tell, they are united in telling you one thing. Allow your deeper self to come forward. That means quiet that surface chatter, sometimes called the monkey mind, which, which is busy from one thing to another, always is always something that pops up in front of us and, and disregarding any deeper questions. Now we have been forced to look at that. We have had the quarantine, we have had the lockdown, we still are facing crisis in multiple places in the world, and now we are basically asked to reflect 
and to find out a little bit more about us. Go, go into nature, if you can. Now, you don't just have to stay at home, of course. Go into nature. Try to enjoy the world around you. Try to feel it. It's the the uh, it's sometimes called the nature basing, forest basing. The the some of the Japanese cultures called that. Nature is one source of this of this deeper element. The great art is a source. Friendship, love is a source. All of these are giving you an alternative to the just to the everyday cut and dried, simple world world that is around us, which we think that day after day that is just the reality. Now we know that reality is shaken up. It doesn't go forward as it is. And it would not be wise on our part to try to reestablish it the way it was. We can now have a period when we ask ourselves who we are and, and find that level of wisdom that has always been there at the leading edge of societies until this kind of Western uh, economic marketing-oriented power and, and money-hungry world came about where the idea is just to go and become wealthy and win and compete and never mind the rest. That kind of a world has created conflicts around us and we can, it's time to question it. And so I say in, the, in this book, and I've been now writing also other books now which were just coming out, I'm saying start by questioning your beliefs, questioning what you really trust in the world. And when you do that, and you believe, you, you're beginning to listen to your deeper voice, then the deeper voice will surface. I'm happy to talk about also the origins of the deeper voice because I think science tells us that it is there. Oh, that would be fascinating. Um, so, yes, we, we need to go to a break. And so when we come back, uh, let's talk about that. Um, it's it's a, a, just a pleasure to have you on the show, and I'm very grateful. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to start thinking differently. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Irvin Laszlo to talk about reconnecting to the source, how it can ta- change you and transform the world. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to start thinking differently. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Raphael can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Irvin Laszlo, who's here to discuss reconnecting to the source, how it can change you and transform the world. Um, Irvin, you were saying that the um, uh, still small voice has a, has a scientific origin. We can put this evidence together, you see, because let me start by saying that for a long time, modern science, contemporary science thought that the world that we perceive around us, it evolved. Yes, we all know that it evolved probably starting from the Big Bang. 13.8 billion years ago, but that evolution was not guided by anything. Modern science refuses to believe that there is a deeper, higher guidance. It's just a series of coincidences, a series of random interactions have produced the world that we have today. The universe, the planet, the biosphere, the species, everything that there is, a result of random interactions. That was a kind of a dogma of modern science. Then what happened? Then in the last few years, last 20 years to start, and then ever more, the more recent times, then you have the high computation possibilities and equipment and power now today. It turns out that the world is so complex even every living system, even the genome of the fruit fly is so complex that random interactions would have taken longer than the age of the universe, much, much longer to produce even simple systems, not to mention the really advanced species and the galaxies and all that it entails. So now we have come to a recognition that there is more to the universe than purely the interaction of of one thing with another, guided by impersonal, uh, dry and and uh, inert, otherwise unimpassioned, unimpressionable laws, not mechanistic laws. There is something deeper at the heart of reality, and this deeper, of course, the religions and spiritual systems call that a spirit, 
can be personified as as as, as in the figure of a, of a personal god, can be just considered a, a, a cosmic spirit, the Tao, for example. At any rate, the mankind, humankind, has known that there is a deeper spirit around and about in this world, and that recognition is now entering science. Something that is you might say in just in this simple term, something is biasing the random interactions. It's not all random. There is something that is pulling in a certain direction. Now we can, even without leaving, leaving open for now what it is, but we can say what does it do? It pulls in a direction toward integration, toward unification, toward wholeness and oneness. These are all terms that we can use. In the scientific term is coherence. Now a coherent system means that every part of the system is connected with every other part. So they all respond together. As from the outside world, such a coherent system acts as one. Now a living organism, a healthy organism is a coherent system. Every part, and this we know from biochemistry, biophysics, this we know uh, all the all the leading edge of science today. A coherent system is a living system, a flourishing system. That means that all the cells, all the organs, every part of that of that living organism is oriented toward maintaining the whole organism in it in its living state. If it was not living, you know, the, as we all know, the living organism disintegrates. It, 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 it doesn't stay as it is. It certainly cannot, cannot continue even existing, not to mention functioning. There is something in life which holds it all together. And there were some great scientists, including one of the most famous scientists of the 20, late 20th century, Max Planck, who studied all his life, he studied the behavior of the atoms. How did atoms come about? How did they work? And they said, when you look at how the proton is connected to the neutron, how they together form the nucleus of, a, of an atom, and how that nucleus is joined by electrons orbiting around it, you must come to the conclusion that there is a deeper intelligence. There is something which is not just chance. Something is creating a formed, a complex system. And that something is, we can simplest, I claim in my book and in my other writings, is the simplest term for, from the point of view of science, is to call it an attractor. Now, attractor has nothing to do with human attraction per se. It has to do with complex systems. If you, if you map how a complex system evolves, you see that it's tending toward some state. If it doesn't evolve purely by chance, and we said the universe could not be evolving purely by chance, then we can see that, that the universe evolves toward a state of higher coherence. Starting from the Big Bang, which was all randomness, all chaos, atoms emerge, molecules emerge, crystals emerge, all of these together created the, the, the stars and the planet and planetary systems. And some of the surface of the of some planetary surfaces created further coherent systems, higher level system. All that is moving toward higher and higher levels of coherence, which means in everyday language, toward higher and higher levels of 
oneness, of uh, connection, of, uh, uh, of going beyond randomness, going toward what is now discovered and described by people who really live that experience, we describe it as love. Love not for something, in order to do something, you know, to get something, but the sense of belonging, sense of appreciating, the sense of gratefulness, of being part of a larger whole. That is the spirit of religion, that is the spirit of spirituality, as you know best at all. This is now coming through in science because randomness doesn't work. It's not, not an explanation. There is something there. I call it the holotropic attractor. That's the term I use, and it's been picked up quite a lot now, and people are discussing it. That means holotropic. Holos means wholeness in, in, in classical Greek. And tropic means having a tendency toward, a tropism, a tendency, a movement toward something, toward wholeness. I think this is what, there is a universe, there is a tendency toward wholeness. And that same tendency is in every cell of our body, and every, every, every atom, every, every quantum in our body. There is a tendency toward coherence. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. We couldn't exist. We couldn't live. We couldn't evolve. So this is now an indirect but very, very cognizant, very significant scientific proof <clears throat> that there is something in us which is moving us toward a, a, a state of coherence which we can feel. And when we feel it, we are suffused so and we are penetrated by the sense of love. This is, seems to be a spiritual non-scientific statement, but it transcribes something that we are recovering, discovering in science, which means that the whole universe is moving toward higher and higher states of complexity and coherence. That's the capsule statement of what I think we are beginning to recognize in the world. And that is how we can feel it. That is what we feel when we allow ourselves when we allow our consciousness to go down deeper into ourselves and not just be occupied with the surface chatter of the everyday world. It's, it's mesmerizing to listen to you. It, ju it just feels like truth, and it's so fascinating, and you make science um, so interesting and understandable to um, someone who... Um, doesn't resonate with scientific ideas very often. And um, thank you so much. That was so beautiful. I was wondering if you could just, we only have a, a couple more minutes for this part of the show, but if you could maybe give us an example of a, a spiritual experience that you've had or that you wrote about in your book. Well, I like to, let me give you a sample of what, of the experiences that I asked uh, my invited guests to give. Then I write, that speak also about mine, if you like. I have asked several people, I think there are 19 of, of these spiritual leaders, actually the scientists, they are business people. They are leading individuals who are known for their integrity, honesty, sincerity, 
and who are not just prone to just to, to fantasize. I asked them, did you have a life transforming experience? Did you ever experience something that changed you? And these individuals said, yes, indeed, I did. And it had the kind of effect that, that it had was, was which changed their life and it made them become what they are. So let me give you one example of this. Uh, obviously, we would, we would expect such a thing to happen, but it was beautifully written by the British uh, uh, ecologist and chimpanzee r- researcher, the famous J- uh, Jane Goodall, who has been decorated by, by became a, 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 on the Queen's list also, is recognized as a scientist. She's also now in her late 70s. But much of her life was spent, at least her younger, younger days, in her late 20s and 30s, were spent in the jungle. She lived in the jungle because she studied the behavior of chimpanzees. For a long time before that, scientists thought that chimpanzees are just kind of complex automatons. They, are don't, they don't have their own soul, they don't have their own spirit, their own consciousness. They just respond to the environment. And Jane Goodall has shown that chimpanzees have feelings, have a, a mind, they respond, they live, and they feel in a similar way to humans. So having lived there, of course, she became very much convinced that the world is more than this kind of a complex mechanism obeying impersonal laws. When she came back, she, she started teaching this sense of, of, of being a living entity in the world. And she, had, she went to various places, and in one place, she had a very deep experience, another experience similar to the kind that she had in the jungle in Tanzania. That's where, that's where she did her, her, her researches. Then this experience was in Paris, France, at the Cathedral of the Notre Dame. She went there one morning, and it was empty still, and somebody was practicing or playing on the organ, and the sun just came up and shone through this beautiful rosette window, and she, she just sat there and she recounts it, and she simply felt that the whole world is oriented toward love, toward coherence, toward oneness. And this became such a deep experience that it reinforced her that nature is oriented like this, and she has be, she has become a very spiritual person, a great scientist, continues to be a great scientist, but also a very spiritual person. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for sharing all of your wisdom and knowledge and your perspective. Um, you truly are a world leader, and I am and helping us to move into the world that we need to create in order um, for life to continue at the highest levels. I'm so grateful for you, and I encourage everybody to purchase Irvin Laszlo's book, Reconnecting to the Source, and also to visit his website, 
Laszlo, L-A-Z-L-O, institute.com. I wish you the very best and am so grateful you were on our show. Thank you. And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com, like us on Facebook. Read my last blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, Akashic Records, house and office clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Conquering Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, or the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to Archangel Raphael, who, as we discussed in our first show this year, is helping everyone open up their third eye to increase their psychic abilities. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help You reconnect with the source. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Raphael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me reconnect with the source. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Raphael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me have more spiritual experiences. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. And please join us next Thursday when Allison Carmen will be here to talk about the gift of maybe on September 3rd when Ariane Burgess joins us to discuss life design for women and September when. 10 when Michael Ray will be here to talk about the Smile Project. This is Dr. Paul, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life. Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.